Hey, kinksters. I'm pleased to say that Sophia Gray has got the perfect gift for you, our favorite friends of the podcast. Starting in March, use the promo code SGSHOW at checkout for 10% off all seller memberships and buyer coins packages on sophiagray.com. That's S-G-S-H-O-W. Thanks so much for listening. And now on with the show. The Sophia Gray Show. (laughs) (sighs) Hello, listeners and kinky friends. Welcome to the Sophia Gray Show, where we discuss all things sex, kinks, and fetishes. From the sex stories to the latest trends in the erotic world, we talk taboo transparently. This podcast is brought to you by Sophia Gray, the largest used underwear marketplace. I'm Lacey Bloom. And I'm Tracy Bust. And we're going to talk about anal masturbation. Woohoo! Fun. <laughs> I, yeah, it is fun, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, in this day and age, I find it so hard to believe that people still have polarizing opinions about anal sex. I just, you know, I don't even have time for it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, the, I, I mean, I know, like, you know, our, it, it can be loved ones who feel this way, who, like, have this closet homophobia or, like, it's, Sure, sure. But I just, like, <laughs> maybe I'm tired, but I was like, I, like, I was just, like, on this one um, message board and, like, someone wrote, like, you know, anal sex is against the will of God or whatever. It's just, like, some dumb troll. Mm. But, like, then it started this huge thing, even though it's just, like, a troll instigating it. And it just, like, annoyed me. And I was like, I don't have time for this shit. No. And it's so true. And, look, here's the thing. I mean, obviously, everybody enjoys different sensations. Mm -hmm. I totally get that. Maybe you've tried butt stuff and it didn't work for you. Perfectly fine. Yeah. However, I think butt stuff is highly underrated. And yeah. I think most of the time that people place a stigma or a taboo around anal play, I think most of the time they've never experienced it. Sure. I think like there it's uh it's still so stigmatized. Yeah. Because so many other things around it is still stigmatized, right. such as homophobia right. and um and closet homophobia and jokes and all this stuff. Um, so I feel like because of it, I think that it is something that people can feel more ashamed of than yeah. other things. I mean, I'm not speaking for everyone, obviously, but it sure. is just given that it's still like this fun joke of like, oh man, my wife let me do it up the butt. Like, yeah, high five, dudes. Uh, and it's like, shut up. <laughs> like, I sorry, know. I just feel like I'm in like, like you know no, what I mean? I totally <laughs> get it. Like the amount of times that I'll watch like a comedy movie or even, even um you know, occasionally when I watch something like Saturday Night Live, something that's mm-hmm. supposed to be satirical and funny, uh, I feel like too often there are still jokes being made mm-hmm. about anal sex that feel like something that people were joking about 20, 30 years ago. Right. Yeah. And it just it just bothers me. And mm-hmm. and I think you're right. I think there is a lot of it that's still tied to stigmas associated with homophobia. Mm-hmm. And 
And again, if anal play isn't your thing, totally fine. Personal yeah. preferences. And also, if it makes you nervous, like, sure. if, if you want to try it, but it's n- nerve-wracking, that's understandable, too. Because, again, the the stigma can get at you personally, even if you right. don't believe in it. And you can still, like, un- subconsciously self-stigmatize. And, yeah. like, the, like, the process of, like, learning more about yourself. It's, like, you're mm-hmm. realizing you're doing that. So, again, like, of course, I'm just, like, Ugh, But, like, I <laughs> but that isn't against anyone who is feeling. We're only two voices here. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I, I mean it against, like, people who are, you know, just, like, very, very homophobic. Not anyone who at all is feeling any sort of sense of nerve right. or anxiety or anything like that. Yeah. I was just telling Tracy a few minutes ago before we started recording about how I had recently read a book that made me have all these like realizations about myself and Mm -hmm. things that I'd been internalizing as well. And again, we're constantly learning things about ourselves, you know, whether it's through sex or, you know, anything else in life. Mm -hmm. And so um, I will say I do want to talk, we're going to talk about not just anal play in general today, but about anal masturbation. And yeah. You know how much we love to try things out on our own before experiencing them with partners. So I think if you've been wondering about anal sex or anal play, this would be a great place to start and Mm -hmm. experiment with. Um, So before we get into that, let me tell you, this is going to be where I start to brag about all the great things about anal play. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So first of all, it can boost your chances of an orgasm. According to a 2010 study, 31% of women surveyed said that they'd had anal sex during their last sexual encounter. Okay, that seems like a fairly reasonable number, I guess I'd say. Mm -hmm. And 94% of those women said that they reached orgasm. Wow, pretty cool. Not just for the the gentlemen and their prostates. Um, If you're a person with a prostate, though... Prostate orgasms can be intense. Mm -hmm. They can be intense enough to send waves of pleasure from head to toe. And in females, anal sex can actually stimulate both the G-spot and the A-spot because both are located along the vaginal wall and stimulated during anal sex. Yes, I learned that the nerves are connected between it's it's uh, I'm not a scientist. Yeah, but um, no, you think you can like, you know how sometimes when you like are having sex, you can feel it like in your Mm -hmm. butt. Sometimes it's because the nerves are connected. So, yeah, it's science. There you go. Yeah, there you go. If science says it's so, then we know it's true. You know, it's true. Yeah. (laughs) If science tells us to have anal sex. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to argue with science. The first thing Sir Isaac (laughs) Newton ever said. Okay, speaking of science, here we go. There are health benefits with any kind of orgasm. So that can can apply to Mm -hmm. anal orgasms as well. Penetrative sex, oral sex, masturbation. An orgasm is an orgasm, Mm -hmm. um, at least as far as our bodies are concerned. And sexual activity that leads to orgasm has been linked to things like lower risk of heart disease, Better sleep. That's a big Mm -hmm. one for me. Yeah, sure. A stronger immune system. Also a big one for me. (laughs) Yes, yes. And and more. But yeah, I... 
I masturbate for my relaxation health. too. And just like, you know what I mean? Like, and like, if you're like anti-anxiety, anti-depressy right. stuff. Well, and it's fun. It mm-hmm. feels really good. So exploring anal sex or anal masturbation, it's a great way for you to get to know your body, um, have fun either with yourself or with your partner or partners. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe reach a new height of pleasure depending mm-hmm. on how great it goes. So if you are new to anal masturbation, don't worry. You're definitely not alone. I mean, this is yeah. This is something that I think when we do talk about masturbation in general, it's it's rare for us to talk about anal masturbation. I I don't see that discussed as often when it comes to masturbation unless it's amongst um, unless it's amongst men who like to have sex with men or people with penises. I think mm, mm-hmm. in that case, we do hear a little bit more about anal masturbation. However, uh-huh. I do think it's, I don't think it's talked about enough. So, no, of course not. No. So let's, uh, let's get into some tips and tricks for anal masturbation. And Regardless of your gender, anal play can feel amazing if done right, and you can absolutely do it right with or without a partner. So before you get started, here are a few tips and tricks. First of all, it helps to be horny as fuck. Okay, very good. Very good. Yeah, so I mean, I think this is kind of self-explanatory, but masturbation of any kind feels way better when you're really, really desperate to climax, Mm -hmm. you know, edge yourself, include some foreplay, start with genital stimulation. Then Mm -hmm. once you're getting worked up, work your way around to the bootay. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think I think the more excited you are, um, you're obviously also going to be I I know it sounds weird to say that you're more relaxed when you're more excited, but but you are. I think I am. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sir Back Isaac to the Newton does. Yeah, <laughs> he was an expert in anal mm-hmm. play. I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody knew that, but oh, yeah, li- little known fact. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, being excited and needy for you know the big O, it's definitely going to help your body relax. You know, obviously release some more juices and. Mm-hmm. You need that for anal play. You can't sure. be tense and tight for anal play. Mm-hmm. So um, another thing that's, uh, you know, probably on the more obvious side, but this this isn't going to be something you want to experiment with if you're feeling un, if you're feeling sick or mm-hmm. constipated in any mm-hmm. kind. Like, I mean, I know I have a really sensitive stomach, so this would not be the thing that I want to play with after having... Mexican food. I mean, this. Right. Yeah, sure. You know, uh-huh. it's just yeah. listen to your body. If your body is telling you no, 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 then you should not go, go, go. Right. I love that. <laughs> if your body's saying no, 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 don't go, go, go. It's true. Um, so, you know, along the same lines, and I, obviously I don't want to spend the whole podcast talking about the toilet, but. If you've had a bowel movement earlier in the day, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So making sure that you're clearing out your bowels at some point that day before you play can definitely minimize any 
potential mess that mm-hmm. could occur. I, I think that's something, too, that a lot of people worry about. I When I say people, I mean specifically women. I think a lot of women have a fear of being messy in general. Sure, um, yeah. And mm-hmm. that's just something that's ingrained in us from a very early age. And so the idea of like having anal sex with a partner and worrying that, oh my God, what if what if he pulls out and there's 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 shit on him. There's yeah, there's right. stuff sure, on sure. him. Like, is he gonna think I'm disgusting? Is this gonna be bad? And no, no. I mean if you're having anal sex with somebody, I think they know where they're putting their dick. Yeah. You know? Or, <laughs> so, or you know, a strap-on. Or, or a strap-on yeah. or mm-hmm. dildo or what have yeah. you. But um, so I think there's that understanding that that's clearly part of it. However, you know, if you want it to be as clean as possible and avoid some of the mess, making sure you've cleared out your bowels is a great way to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. So um, going back to anal masturbation specifically – um, I'm going to recommend that y'all trim your nails. Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that I think um, might might not be the first thing somebody thinks of. But, um, you know, as with any I'm going to stick this inside of me kind of situation, you want to make sure that what you're inserting inside of you isn't going to hurt you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think it's more obvious to think about like, well, I don't want to insert anything, you know, sharp or um, rigid inside of me. But don't forget about your fingernails. Yeah, Um, they can be sharp and rigid. Yes. Yeah. It's true. I I am cursed with having short, stubby fingers and short, you know, trimmed nails. So, I mean, I guess this isn't a problem for me in this regard, although I always... I always long for those beautiful long fingernails. So I guess I guess somebody was looking out for me when it came to anal masturbation. They're like, Maybe. I got or you covered. You should just be using a toy. I mean, listen, <laughs> that's true. If, if you want to keep your nails long, it's uh, that's true. It's up to you. Up to you. And you know what? You could even wear gloves if you want to keep the mess to a minimum, and mm-hmm. you don't mind the sensation of like um, the latex or rubber of gloves. Yeah, like, there's also like individual like fingers. Yes, it's like finger condoms. Finger I guess. condoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in like fact, fingies? I think they yeah. label them as that in in most sex stores as finger condoms. Oh, cool. Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, I mean, there is like. Uh, you know, in drugstores, like there are fingers for like finger condoms, I guess, for like mm-hmm. people who need to insert, you know, like um, whatchamacallits, uh, the suppositories, suppositories or, yeah. or creams or whatever. So, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, you've got options. So mm-hmm. let's also now talk about some of the positions that might work best for you, because you know, I think with any with, you know, whether you're with a partner or or flying solo, everybody's got preferred positions. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to solo masturbation, positions usually get overlooked, I feel like, because we associate them a lot more with partnered sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are experiencing anal masturbation, um, master position, masturbation positions actually matter a lot with this mm-hmm. one. So we could start with the traditional missionary position. I know I feel like most of the time when I masturbate, I just go with missionary position because it's mm-hmm. 
the easiest, the laziest. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> yep. when it comes to using your fingers, bending over may give you the easiest access. And lying in a missionary style position with your legs up against a surface. So maybe mm. if you're like me and you have your bed up against the wall, maybe you want to yeah. put your legs up against the wall or your bed frame. That is going to help you get a good angle for mm-hmm. if you go with missionary. Cool. Now, shower positions, um, because I I feel like masturbation and oral sex are like my go to shower sexy yeah, times. Sure. Like, so when it comes to toys in the shower, suction cup dildos are sure. a great way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they allow you to, you know, lower yourself onto the toy. You can control how fast and deep you go. Um, I, I love suction cup dildos. And, and, and there's so much versatility to them. Like, you can take that right on out of the shower and put it up against something mm-hmm. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, doggy style positions. I think this is kind of where we think of the this is the one at least I picture when I think of anal sex or anal masturbation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so obviously getting on all fours and reaching behind you to use your fingers or a toy to stimulate yourself. That can be a pleasurable way to experience anal play by yourself. Um, or again, um, you could attach a suction based toy to a wall bend over slowly back up into it Mm -hmm. um I think as long as you've like prepared yourself and you know you're wet and you're lubed up and ready to go that would be like my go-to but Mm -hmm. um you know again to each their own yes exactly (laughs) um and then also this is a good one to start with if you're if this is your first time with solo anal play straddle positions this Mm -hmm. might be one of the best ways to go so um, even though it, maybe it might sound more of like more of an advanced technique, but it, it's really not. So um, just like we talked about in the shower, um, this involves attaching a suction toy to a chair and then slowly lowering yourself onto it, facing the chair and holding the back of the chair so you can stabilize. And, um, you know, this way you can ride the dildo, adjust your speed, depth, uh, what have you. Just make sure it's not a rolling chair. That would be my one <laughs> my one piece of advice. Great, great. Make sure it's a sturdy chair that you mm-hmm. can straddle. And I would think if you're straddling, straddling a chair, that's not going to work with like a chair with arms. It would have to be like a oh, yeah, armless, an armless chair. chair. Unless you're like really flexible, in which case. Yeah, God I mean, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> So, um, you know, Tracy and I are major advocates of trying and exploring new things by yourself. So Mm -hmm. that's why um, I I think just in general, whether we're talking about anal masturbation or, you know, anything, um, I think alone time is really a great time to explore your body and try Mm -hmm. new things. So, you know, that way you know what you like and what you want and then you can share it with somebody else if that's what you want to do. If you don't want to share it with somebody else and this is all about you, that's totally (laughs) fine too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, If you do want to get started without, you know, a toy and you want to maybe keep the mess minimal, uh, you might want to consider starting with your fingers and not only that, but starting with your fingers in the shower. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, again, it's, it's, 
anal sex isn't clean. It's I it and I don't expect it to be clean. Regular right. I feel like vaginal sex isn't clean either. <laughs> Nothing's clean. Like <laughs> so uh but if you do want to avoid, you know, as much mess uh and and also simultaneously clean yourself, um obviously the shower is a good place to start. Uh, maybe soaping up and then sliding in a finger. That could be a great way to mm-hmm. explore and experiment. Uh, no need to no need to rush yourself, you no. know? And of course, we have to mention our good old friend, the lube, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry, there there is no anal sex without lube. Like it's just it's a big, big no-no. Yeah. We're not go, 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 go. It's no, 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 no. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's like only in porn where it's like there's no loot. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Even in that case, I feel like it's there. We're just not seeing it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yes. I mean, you know, adult stars are professionals. They. Right. Yeah. They are going to work. And I know I wouldn't want to go to work in sex work without lube like that would be painful Mm -hmm. so um yes lube is your best friend lube yourself up your toy up before you start to play um I in fact I think it's important to lube both of those things up yourself and your toy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because this is not meant to hurt there there's definitely gonna be some slight discomfort especially if this is new or you're trying, you know, something bigger than than your fingers. You're trying a toy. But if you're experiencing pain or discomfort, put in some put on some more lube. There's yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with a little more lube. So no. you know, what it all comes down to is there's no right or wrong to mas there's no right or wrong way to masturbate. Like mm-hmm. we all enjoy different things, whether it's, you know, your fingers, your toys whatever um but you know have fun with yourself start slow mm-hmm. and enjoy it because that's what it's all about right yeah 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 so when you are ready to uh, should we say level up um <laughs> <laughs> you might try something wearable like a butt plug mm-hmm or uh, you know, it's not not exactly beads. wearable. I guess it's not yeah, wearable. I was yeah. gonna say it's not exactly wearable, but like beads, um, I mm-hmm. think would be something fun to play with. And you know what? Just as we talked about in our um, in our breast torture episode, when we talked about all the different kinds of nipple clamps, there's a bunch of different kinds of butt plugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's stimulating ones, there's vibrating ones. Like there's so many different options when it comes to butt plugs. Um, and yeah, I mean, have fun. And you know what? There's some gorgeous ones too. Oh my God. Yeah. I find them so pretty. They really are. I feel like they've done so much work with an artistry with mm-hmm. sex toys in general in like the last decade, but butt oh, yeah. plugs are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, what I like about anal play is double penetration and that can feel really good. So again, this isn't something that I would necessarily recommend people to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, once you have experimented with anal masturbation, um, maybe you and your partner have either experienced, uh, you know, playing with toys anally or you, you've you had anal sex together, um, you might consider trying 
double penetration. Yeah. Um, and this is something that you can also do alone. You can also mm-hmm. experience double penetration masturbation, um, which just means you're penetrating, you know, yourself vaginally and anally at the same time. Um, and that can be done with toys. That can be done with a partner. That can be done with two partners. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many, so many options. So um, lots of things to consider. Just, again, make sure you're building up to them. And then the last thing is I just want to, you know, remind everybody to not forget about the cleanup. Yeah. So, you know, cleaning up once you're finished you know, that can be pretty simple if you decide to cover your toy in a condom, which honestly, I recommend most people do, you know, especially if you're sharing toys with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you strip off the condom, dispose of it in the trash. If you avoid condoms, make sure you clean yourself and your toys immediately after use. Um, make sure you're washing your toys the right way, depending on what they're made of. Mm-hmm. We know that that's important. And then one quick thing to note, it's not uncommon to feel as though you have to use the bathroom after anal play. So don't be alarmed by that. The The pressure um, of anal play can make it feel as though, and I mean physical pressure, not like Oh, yeah. Anxiety. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So much pressure. Yeah. Um, But the pressure of anal play, it can make you, you know, it feel as though you have to use the bathroom. Um, And don't worry, that's totally normal. I mean, I we we know that it's important to use the bathroom in general after after any sort of sexual experience, um, because we are not about that UTI life. Let me tell you. Mm -hmm. We don't want it. Yeah, so you'll find on SophiaGray.com, we've got an excellent guide to anal masturbation toys, everything from butt plugs to dildos to anal beads and anal vibrators. We've got some links to actual toys that you can buy, and we've also labeled them as beginning toys, advanced toys. So lots of options if you want to check those out and just sort of see the the, the benefits of each one, but mm-hmm. you know... Overall, um, especially speaking to um, my friends with with vulvas, um, internal anal play can also stimulate areas of the vaginal canal and larger clitoral structure. So uh, it, it's going to feel good. I recommend giving it a go. And then for the prostate havers out there, that is a gland that can be the key to experiencing orgasms like you've never experienced orgasms before (laughs) listen people are like oh women have clits and it's like no men have prostates (laughs) I mean I'm sorry people with vulvas have clits and yes yeah (laughs) but um yeah no I I think uh I think it's I think not giving it a go is a missed opportunity um Mm -hmm. and and whether that means you know just playing around by yourself with your fingers or a toy or trying things out with a partner. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm in the camp of try anything at least once. But yep. mm-hmm. uh, again, to each their own. Just again, make sure that there is lube. Yes. <laughs> That's a good thing to end on. Yeah. <laughs> always end on lube. Yes. It's always a good reminder. Whether you're looking to buy or sell used panties, Sophia Gray has got you covered. 
If you want to earn some extra cash, you can set up your own shop in minutes and start selling your own used underwear. And they take no commission. You'll keep 100% of every single sale that you make. If you've got a kink for used panties and you're looking to buy your next pair, look no further. The whole process is completely anonymous. Sophia Gray will never share, store, or archive your personal information. The name Sophia Gray won't even appear on your bank receipt. So head on over to SophiaGray.com to start selling or buying used panties now. If you're a fan of the podcast, we hope you'll subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming platform. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. And while you're at it, feel free to share your feedback or questions by sending an email to podcast at sophiagray.com. Until next time, I'm Tracy Buzz. And I'm Lacey Bloom. And we're here to say, let them be kinky. There is no kink shaming here.